Well, hey there. We have got a fantastic episode for you today. We are going to be talking about self-advocacy, self-promotion, something that makes most of us want to just like feel just like, are you wiggling your shoulders? Like it just feels uncomfortable to even think about advocating for yourself. It feels braggy, right? Well, I have got this episode, we're going to do three mindset shifts, three ways you can shift your mindset so it doesn't feel so icky, it doesn't feel so scary, and it'll really get you started on being more comfortable with advocating for yourself. So if you're listening to this at the time of the episode being published, you'll also probably know, but if you don't, um, that I'm doing a workshop coming up. So make sure you head over to my website and sign up for it because it's a full-on workshop that goes really into details about self-advocacy. My website is themintambition.com and you'll be able to sign up for that workshop right there on the page. So head on over, sign up for the workshop for even more details and more in-depth look at self-advocacy. And for now, we are going to jump on into three mindset shifts to get you feeling just a little bit more comfortable with advocating for yourself. Well, hey there, I'm Liz St. Jean, and this is Unruly Leadership Podcast, where I help subject matter experts like you design a career on your terms. It's where strategy meets intuition to help you break the rules, ignore the rules, and make your own damn rules. So let's break free from perfectionism, imposter thoughts, and that inner rule keeper that's keeping you in your career comfort zone. It's time to become unapologetically you and step into the life you were meant to live. We're going to talk presence, productivity, career, and having it all. Or as my four-year-old would say, we're going to take over the world. So let's get to it. Well, hello there. And I hope you're doing well. I am currently looking out my window at, um, it's a beautiful sunny day. I see blue sky. And earlier I heard birds singing. So if you hear birds in the background, that just shows you how much of a wonderful day it is here with spring coming to us, right? I hope you're having a wonderful day as well, whether you are currently maybe out for a walk or you're driving or maybe puttering around the house, doing some chores, whatever it is you're doing while you're listening. Hope you're having a wonderful day. So with that, let's jump into things. Today, we are going to be talking about self-advocacy, self promotion. And like I said in the intro, I know this is something that gives a lot of us the squirms. It feels very uncomfortable. You know, we, I, I posted about this in a few places and started hearing back from folks about, you know, what they, what they want to pro- self-promote and how they feel about it. And I think one comment that really stood out to me was that people not wanting to look like they're self-serving, right? We feel very uncomfortable about the idea that people think that we're serving ourselves. And that comes from a lot of different places. Either either it comes um, 
it might come, you know, entirely in our own minds. We're imagining what people are saying. But a lot of time it's because, you know, in the workplace, we hear what people say about others. So we know we're not just making it up in our heads that people talk about each other. So that kind of plays these little mindset tricks <clears throat> with us that are that are really tricky to overcome and really, really hard to push past. And yet there are so many places in the workplace that that self-advocacy and even self-promotion is really important. And, you know, some of the examples that I was thinking of and that I was hearing from people were things like some of the obvious ones, like negotiating for a pay or a raise, uh, promotion even, or advocating for a special assignment. Like those are some of like the, the obvious ones we think of. But there's also things like speaking out against issues like racism gender bias, ableism, microaggressions, unconscious bias. There's a lot of unconscious bias in the workplace and it's extremely uncomfortable to speak out against them and speak up for oneself or even or speak up for others as well. Uh, Then there's also, you know, taking credit for your work and claiming credit. And especially if someone else is taking credit for your work, right? Like this does happen, And whether it's purposeful or not, or whatever the intent of another person, it feels extremely uncomfortable to to speak up for oneself if that happens. Then then another place where it can feel uncomfortable to either self, it's sort of like a self-advocacy piece. We don't often think of it, but it's speaking up in um, against an idea or against a popular opinion in a group. And the reason I kind of I think of this as as being self-advocacy is because you're advocating for your own ideas and being willing to do it even if it goes against the grain. And then <laughs> the last one I was thinking of for my for a lot of folks that I work with, and this is a little bit of myself as well, is is like is literally speaking up for anything. <laughs> if you're either an introvert or you're a high self-monitor, or for any other reason you feel anxiety about speaking up. So for for those who don't feel it, they have they don't really understand. It's almost like like they're they're have that kind of Scooby Doo. What? What do you mean? It's hard to see. You just say something. Just just say it. Here are the words. Just say it. <laughs> but for the rest of us, so um, I like, I identify as an extrovert, but at the same time, I'm a high self monitor, so I'm very conscious of what I say and how it impacts people, and and especially how it impacts how they think about me. So if you're anything like that, you know that it you kind of have this like two track conversation sometimes in your mind even before you speak up I'm kind of laughing because I I don't know about you but I can I can think of examples where I've had this happen and kind of shake my head when I think back but it's you know it's all part of growth and it's all part of growing and learning so then then another huge example for any of you who are working parents a huge example is that self-advocacy around all the difficulties with closures um, with your kids having to stay home because they have the, the slightest runny nose and you're kind of struggling with wanting to speak up for yourself and, and also wanting to speak up for others, but then kind of worrying about how that's being portrayed, how it's being taken, and, and especially whether it'll have any career ramifications. 
So those are all examples of the different areas, and I'm sure you can think of others. And in fact, um, like I mentioned in the intro, I'm running a workshop around self-advocacy. So if you have other examples that you'd want to talk through and you're coming to that workshop, send me an email, send me a DM, come find me, send me a note, and let me know what other examples you want to talk through, you want me to, to um, go into details on for that workshop, and I'll make sure to, to include them. Um, for now, for this episode, what I'm going to do is I'm going to suggest some mindset shifts that you can make because a lot of times what happens is that we kind of get caught up in our own heads and it's not to say that the issues we're worried about or we're thinking of are not true. The difficulty is that we think about them so much, it almost like causes paralysis, like we we, we have a hard time then actually advocating or doing it from a place, from a stronger place, a more powerful place, because we're thinking so much about the potential ramifications, what might happen, what might people think. It goes, you know, and we get stuck in our heads. So I'm not coming at this episode from a place of saying it's only in your head and you're, you know, you're you're making it up that people will think things or say things because we, we know it happens. We know there's unconscious bias. We know that there's gossip within organizations, okay? I'm not trying to pretend that that's not true. What I am going to suggest, though, is sometimes these mindset shifts can help us kind of break through getting stuck in our own heads because of what might be happening or because of what our fears are, okay? So like I mentioned, there's three of them. And I'm going to go through each of the each of the three, and and really suggest that if this is hitting home for you, this is something you're work, you're working through. Come to the workshop. Go to the website, themintambition.com. Register. Come to the workshop because we're going to go and spend even more time into it. I'm going to give you some more tools that I'm going to I'm going to reference them lately here, but you're going to get more tools over in that workshop. So come come to the workshop, <laughs> themintambition.com. All right. So let's dive into, into mindset shift number one. So the first mindset shift that I want you to work on or that I encourage you to, to practice even, even if it's difficult, even just practice it or think about it, is shifting into curiosity. Curiosity. And that is to help you shift out of fear, out of self-doubt, out of um, some of those thoughts that might hold you back. So like I mentioned earlier, thoughts of like, well, maybe this will, I might look like I'm self-serving, right? So instead of getting stuck in those thoughts, which are, um, those are kind of what we call a more of a, more of a victim energy mindset. It's um, in the in the workshop, I'm going into much more detail, but it's called a level one energy. I'm going to go into all the details in the workshop. That's a a kind of a fear energy, and that really constricts us. Whenever we get into fear, doubt, self-doubt, concern, and I want and what I want to suggest is if you can shift more into curiosity mindset, that that will really serve you so much better and shift your your brain from feeling in fear. If you remember, if you caught last week's episode was about imposter syndrome. And I talked in a little bit more detail about that, about how when we get into fear, it's uh, it activates um, what's often called the lizard brain. And curiosity can get you more into that executive mind, mind um, the executive brain. So I talked about curiosity last week as well. So you can also go check that one, that episode out as well about imposter syndrome. But here as well, you want to shift into that curiosity mindset. 
And you want to come at it from true curiosity. So whatever it is you're thinking about advocating, um, I'm going to go back to the example about working parents because I think it's a really good one. Um, let's say you're trying to figure out how, basically like how to make it work, right? You're, if the kids are still being sent home and there's been closures and whatever else that's going to be thrown at you as a working parent is instead of worrying about how you're perceived for asking about things, come at it from curiosity, get really curious. And this can be especially helpful when either working with your own, your own boss, your own manager, or also with HR and just get and be really curious about what are the options available to you? What are they, what are they working on? What kind of new policies might they be working on behind the scenes? And, and ask those questions. Um, Sometimes this is also where either picking, literally picking up the phone or doing an MS Teams or a Zoom call, even just a 10-minute chat, like a 10-minute quick chat to find out and coming into it from curiosity. If you can really feel that curiosity inside of you, then that is going to help you shift out of fear, shift out of self-doubt and start to get you to a more powerful place. And it's also going to help build connection, which I'm, I'm going to come back to at, uh, as part of tip number three. Okay, so first mindset shift is shifting out of fear and instead putting on a curiosity mindset. Okay. And like I said, if you want to go into more, more depth on this, come to the workshop for sure. Okay. Mindset shift number two is about appreciation. Appreciation. And this is to help you shift out of feeling hostility, feeling critical, and feeling uh, angry and frustrated about a situation because that type of energy, which is we call it energy level two, it's an anger, kind of a warrior energy, can be helpful. And I will go into more detail at the workshop. It can be helpful, but oftentimes it really burns us out and it it can it can put other people on into warrior energy as well, right? The, you know, for the term it puts them on the defensive. It, it puts them into. It can put them into warrior energy, hundred percent. And there are times for this, hundred percent. There are times for this. But that said, if if we if we have that mindset so much that it's you know everyone's at war with another with one another, that's a really difficult place to to either make change or be recognized, especially if you're the kind of person who is more on the more can quote positive side that like you want to have that positive impact in your organization that's a really tough energy energy to, to stay in that anger that hostility that criticism so instead if you can flip over to an appreciation mindset and th- this can this can be hard but it is so powerful when you do it and and I'm actually thinking especially of if ever you're advocating for yourself with with HR or with like a labor relations type unit if you can truly appreciate and and show and demonstrate to them how much you do appreciate the work they're doing who that is going to create such a powerful relationship because they don't often get it you know, I know for those of you who are in HR and you're listening, you know this, right? Like you're often at the receiving end of a lot of frustration. A lot of times people, it's almost like this um, vent that opens and people just like unleash all of their frustration because it it feels like they, they can be frustrated with HR and then all of their frustrations kind of come out together. So people in HR often are receiving that 
warrior, frustration, angry, hostility, criticism. They receive it a lot. When you can show up with genuine appreciation, I promise you they will remember that. And it can help for the the act whatever the issue is you're current you are advocating for it can help with that but more so than that it's going to create a really powerful relationship you can create a really powerful connection and like I said I know this can be hard right if it's something you feel passionate about or you're frustrated frustrated about it's hard to show up with appreciation when you're feeling hostility but it is so powerful and it is even more so like kind of like the next level, the next meta level, it's so powerful for you to see that you can shift, that you can go from frustrated to appreciated. Like when you can do that, like that is mastering your, your emotional experience. That is such mastery. And all of this, it takes practice. You know, I don't expect that because I suggest it that, you know, tomorrow you can, oh, I can do it all the time now. Like it's it's taken me a lot of time to, to work on this. It takes most people a lot of time to practice it because we're not used to practicing, shifting our own emotions, taking control of our own emotions. But I do want you to try. I would love to see you try that. Show up with appreciation. And it can be just that you are feeling appreciative and you show up that way. But the next level is really to demonstrate it either in words with um, uh, either an email, like a genuine thank you, not just saying, oh, thank you for the response, but genuinely and specifically show them how thankful you are. Or again, with that really short, either a call or MS Teams or Zoom, actually showing appreciation and telling them how much you appreciate. And in fact, one little bonus tip, this can be really powerful, is show appreciation by emailing the boss of that person and pointing and highlighting how they've helped you and how much you appreciate it and CC them on that email. That's like that's a really powerful one because you are you're making note of it to their management and making sure that they see that you're noting it to their management. That's a really, really good one. And it just it really helps bring spirits up and bring things to um, to be advocated for from that more kind of higher level, or you know, we might say positive, quote unquote positive, but from a higher level. And people are much more willing then to make things work down the line. And it just creates, it just creates good feelings all around. So that is mindset shift number two, uh, in, uh, which is shifting from criticism and hostility into appreciation. So with that, let's talk about the third mindset shift. And the third one is that I want you to shift into a mindset around connection instead of tolerating, instead of tolerating. So tolerating things or rationalizing them or being like, oh, you know, it's okay. I can make it work. That's what we call energy level three. And we're getting, like I, like I said, we're going into details in the workshop. So definitely register if you're more, if you're curious about all these energy levels. That's energy level three. It's tolerating. It's rationalizing. It's kind of like, oh, I can make it work and I'll manage and, and you know, I can work around it. And and the problem with that is that you you just don't advocate, but for a different reason, because you're you're kind of like, you're kind of like tricking your brain into thinking like, oh, you know, it's actually okay. It's, it'll be fine. I can make it work. And you don't advocate because of that. And instead, a really neat mindset instead to shift into is around connection. 
where else can I connect with either groups like an employee resource group or with a person? Um, it could be a peer, it could be a manager, uh, and even most powerfully is identifying a high-level executive who holds a lot of power. Where can I connect with someone about this topic, whether it's um, all the way from you're looking for that promotion or special assignment or you're looking to change policies for working parents, right? It, it can be any of those examples I mentioned at the beginning. But look around and think about where can I have connection? And, and this one especially, it's really important to come at it from a bit more of a long-term perspective, a little bit more of that like marathon instead of the sprint mindset. Because sometimes, depending what you're wanting to advocate for, it, it can take time. And I recently heard this as well, and I've thought about it a lot myself. A lot of times it's about timing. Um, if you've ever, like I always, I think about the, I, th- I feel like it's a, um, like a fair, like, you know, those summer fairs and they have the, all the different games that you can go and play. And, you, you know, you, you usually pay a lot of money and get very, you know, like maybe a little teddy bear at the end. But it's almost like one of those games where there's like a, a, a something swinging and you're trying to like throw a beanbag in at just the right time to go through like the board that's swinging and into the, into the slot, something like that. It can be like that with organizations, right? You could you could throw your beanbag idea, the thing you're trying to advocate for, and just constantly hit the plywood and drop down, hit the plywood, drop down, hit the plywood, just like like no one's listening, no one's paying attention, nobody cares, right? And it it feels hard to advocate in that. And then that often does lead to that, well, you know what? This is it's a little bit like this isn't really worth it. I'm I can manage, it'll be fine. I can just I can just deal with it. Just slips you into that level three tolerating place at energy. And what I want you to remember is that sometimes you either need to keep throwing the beanbag or just make sure that you're timing it well. Like instead of just throwing it over and over and over, think about the timing. And part of that timing is about creating your own timing. So instead of being at the fair and feeling like you're kind of at you know, they use the term at the effect of or like victim to this game that you have no control over. One way to take control is to have more connection, increase your level of connection, and reach out and recognize that it might not be right away, but by making these connections, you can, you're starting to put everything into place that you are essentially kind of in the, in the, um, the fair example, you're just kind of like going up and stopping that, that wood for that uh, thing from swinging back and forth, putting it in place and going back and like, okay, now I can throw the beanbag and it's going to go right through. So I really want you to think about connection. Who can you connect with? Who would be who would be powerful to have in your in your orbit or that for you to be visible to? And this is actually another piece that we're going to talk about in the workshop because the workshop only it only it, the self advocacy is only one piece. We actually gonna that's part one of the workshop. There's three parts to it. Part one is the self advocacy. Part two is about uh, what I'm calling create your constellation, and this is that connection idea. Who are your allies? Who are your supporters? Who are your sponsors? Who who who's gonna help you in what you're trying to accomplish? And and then part three is is what I'm calling uh, creating your supernova. How to have ideas that get really get noticed. So for all of this, I would I would love to see you at the workshop. It's going to be it's going to be interactive, and you're going to get so much out of it. Um, we're also going to be talking about the Powerful Present Society. That's a program that I run. I run it a, a couple times a year, and I'm opening it up in April. So at the workshop, I'm going to give you lots of good information and about 
self-advocacy, about allies, about getting noticed. And then we're going to talk a lot about uh, about the uh, society and what it means, what it looks like, what's involved, and whether it's a good fit for you um, and, and, and how to join, of course. So head on over to the website, themintambition.com, get registered for the workshop, and also send me a note, send me a reply to any of my emails or send me a DM letting me know what other aspect of self-advocacy do you, would you love to have covered in the workshop? What would you love for me to, to talk to? What are you struggling with? What are your, what are your biggest concerns around self-advocacy? Um, if you have any examples where you've tried it and it didn't work, send me those as well because we can work through them. Everything will be anonymous, but I'll make sure to include any uh, common topics, any common challenges that people are facing. So make sure to send those over to me. And... For now, though, I would love to to see you try this out, even just this week, right? Like whenever you're listening to this, try this out, either shifting into curiosity mindset, shifting into appreciation, or shifting into connection, or all three. Have Do all three this week. I would love to see that. And let me know how it goes. I would love to hear from you. So with that, have yourself a wonderful week, and I will see you for next week's episode. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. Now, if this podcast helped you or inspired you in any way, I would love for you to leave me a review over on Apple Podcasts. It takes about 20 seconds, if that, and it's it's honestly the easiest way for you to thank me for this episode. Every time I see a review, it brings me so much joy and it just lights me up. So if you could do that for me, I would be ever so grateful. Now, the other thing you can do is you can take a screenshot of this episode or even a screenshot of your review and send it to a friend or share it in a Facebook group or even post on your LinkedIn newsfeed to let other people know about this podcast and this episode. Thanks again. And now get out there and start breaking some rules.